0: Ah, that music is so good, I can't get enough of it. And it is a dream come true. On this episode, we are talking about substance being a detriment to the actual game, and having early signs of a main villain or the main threat is integral to a JRPG. Let's go for the gold. Welcome to Bits of Time where we're asking the simple question, is this video game worth your time? And today is all about Persona 4 Golden, which I spent 56 hours and 43 minutes, and I do believe it's well worth your time. I am one of your hosts, Michael... Don't have golden skin. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a little
1: confused and this is your first time listening, he always has some quirky little thing that he has to add in related to the game. I am Larry, I'm the other brother... I played 6 hours and 21 minutes of this game. I'm guessing
0: you did not finish
1: it. (laughs) Unless I am the quickest speedrunner on planet Earth. No, I did not finish this game. And so for me, I do not recommend this game. So we will talk
0: all about that. Welcome to what I'm dubbing Persona Month, because Persona 3 Reload should be out. Hopefully, the future me is already tackling that. Before we dive in, I just want to do a little housekeeping If you liked us so far or liked any of these episodes from this specific season, give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or just let us know if you're a Persona 4 fan. That would be wonderful. I need more people to talk about Persona because obviously Larry doesn't like it. And (laughs) what was the main sticking point that made you not finish this game? You didn't even come close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, so I really, really pushed myself with this one. I will say this. It has good qualities. My two biggest drawbacks were one I just don't like the whole UI color system it's too much for me. You don't like the yellow? No, the, I don't. The, the uh, pop of I don't. color <laughs> I really which is funny right? Like you can tell based off of the persona games in general, they're st- You know what this reminds me of another game that we played, The World Ends With You. Yes. There's these they're very stylistic. I can tell that. It's just not for me. Uh my biggest issue with this game is it gave me I think I had a complaint with another game where I felt like I constantly had too many things to do and I couldn't ever decide which route to go. So for instance, it took me a while to realize, you know, when you're back in your room, you can just sit down and study. Like, I didn't even know that was an option. And so when I realized that, I was like, well, crap. I was like, how many times have I been probably not doing something? So I Mm. I pushed, I went and did the, uh, is it, it's the drama club. So I was doing that. You have the option between, I think it's drama club and band i think early on sounds right and so i was just like okay should i be focusing on because i think it's yumi is the drama club character and as soon as you do that you get like a little you, you, that's where i learned about the social element where it's like hey yeah, social I can, links yep yeah i can increase how much of a link we have so that increases you know you get different things the bond grows stronger and i was like okay should i be maximizing this and just focusing on one person every single day Or should I be spreading it out?
0: Okay, so here's a question already. If you had a walkthrough guided thing of what you should be using your time with, would that have helped you?
1: That was a question I was going to ask you. Similar. I was like, do you think for a game like this? Because I think I was constantly overwhelmed. Well, that and... I hated the fact that I literally, I could never memorize like anything in the school. So (laughs) the amount of doors I just walk up to (laughs) and click like, okay, is this the right room? Is this the right room? Is this the right room? It's been a while since Uh, you've been in school. (laughs) Yeah, it has. And, and so I just, I felt so over because, you know, a lot of times it wasn't just stuff at school. It would be all of a sudden I'd go back to the town, which the town layout is really well done. I really, really like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, I'd go in and it's like, okay, here's where I get my armor. And then it was, there was a cemetery type spot and there was activities related to that but they were you have to be here at night or whatever for Mm -hmm. this thing to happen and I constantly was like well okay well then I don't want to do this because then time's gonna pass and so I just constantly felt like I was missing out on things and I wasn't picking the correct things Mm -hmm. to do or maybe I wasn't playing it right no I think
0: a lot of people are gonna have that paralysis of choice and wondering you, uh, so, a lot of people think of completionist. You can't do everything in one run in this game, right? That's why I there's see, New yeah. Game Plus and yeah. whatever. For me, I like that because it's how you, you technically live life. Mm-hmm. You can't do everything in a day, yeah. so maybe that's too real world for people. <laughs> but I like that it was separated into chunks and for me it wasn't stressful it's like oh i can do this today okay maybe the next time oh that only happens on thursdays and tuesdays i'll wait for that for next time so i will say this too early
1: on in the game one of the issues oh like early on the game the only experience i have for me was it felt like there was just a lot of okay you'd go through your day and then until there was like another big event that happened it was okay i'm, I'm waking up and i'm still. Start my day again. There's a short little cutscene as we're walking to class. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get the little, you know, it go from morning to afternoon. Now you're in your class. You have like a question you have to answer. And then boom, now you're after class. You have an idea of a couple things you can do. And they definitely have a a social element to the game that I didn't realize where you can see what most people are doing on that cool. day. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of crazy. Uh, But yeah, it was a lot of that. I think there was a little bit of, you worded it best, there was a paralysis to, I just didn't know if I was optimally playing, and then it got to the point, too, where I was like, I wasn't in love with any one thing that I was doing, and so I was kind of constantly just waiting for the next big mm. moment to hit.
0: Okay, so that's interesting. Oh, I You did start off the episode saying two things. Is that the other thing, or? Yeah, 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 well, the UI. Okay, the UI. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> i mean you gotta pick a color what what color you, do you want larry no i, I don't know. i don't even know if it's necessarily the color it's
1: just everything is so like ball like in your face <laughs> yes it again is. it's why i use the phrase stylized if this game is something if you like look and i feel like persona 5 is the same way yes where i remember seeing whenever i've seen like people play it i'm kind of like Ugh. like
0: i just it's not for me <laughs> and, and but it's it really works i thought it was the anime that wasn't for you but if you've listened to our games of the year, your number one is Chaos Child, which is mm-hmm. very anime. Yes. So it is a combination of color too much.
1: I I will say though, uh, is it Chi? 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 Mm. Do
0: you know what's super funny? <laughs> You're shaking your head, Marissa, uh, my wife, went out. She was sitting next to me, and I was playing this game. Obviously, went on the couch, she was playing Final Fantasy X. Some like bore there. <laughs> so that my wife. <laughs> 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 she wasn't my wife at the time, but yeah. <laughs> she was playing Famous 10. I was playing Persona 4 Golden. What a great household to be in right then. My <laughs> gosh. And she's like, man, that character is so annoying.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: But the weird thing about Persona 4 Golden is she's like, she's like, man, these characters just won't shut up. And she does not like anime. That's one of her things. We've tried watching a couple and mm. not her thing. But she would start asking me questions the further and further I got along. She's like, what's going on right now? Was that and i'm just like so she got sucked so the into it okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. but i would agree that there is a barrier to entry to some of the voice acting i think it is very very well voice acted mm-hmm. though and like yusuke one of my favorite characters he's he's my good boy the orange hair love it headphones
1: yeah, yeah he's always it the, the best buy employee basically yeah <laughs> yeah exactly just so run the best buy yeah and I, l-
0: I like that his story arc is pretty interesting to me mm-hmm. and I seem to connect with the generally the first boy that you run into. Like in Persona 5, I loved Ryuji. He was like my favorite character. I like Yusuke a lot. So maybe Persona 3, future me, maybe that first boy you see you're going to fall in love with. I don't know
1: yeah i definitely liked uh, is it yukiko yeah she's Um, awesome She's
0: well and i three for me so for me in (laughs) third favorite
1: (laughs) for me the thing that was so fascinating about her is i love the fact that the persona that you fight of her is basically her being upset that her entire life is predetermined yes i think there is so much to that where it's like you look at like look at she's set up for life you know she's already got you know she's good to go she doesn't have to worry but you don't, you don't realize the negative side of that. And I thought that was very clever.
0: Yeah, having your choice be stagnated. Unlike I, you, Larry, too much choice makes you stagnate as well. <laughs> so,
1: well, and I will say this. So, uh, And we can jump all over the place. We can follow however you want because you're the one that's played more. I will say this was my first ever attempt into Persona. I don't know why. I never made the connection. Like that's what the games were about—is like different personas. Yes. Like I don't know. Like it's so literal, and so <laughs> like when in that the card mending uh, mechanic, where you can like blend personas together to like create new things, that I don't think I ever even got close to mastering. I was just I was just throwing crap together, just like hey, let's see what comes out of this. It had like a
0: Pokemon mechanic. Okay, it. let's let's go there. Let's talk gameplay mechanics. What do you think about the turn-based combat?
1: I actually think the turn-based combat isn't that. Uh, it wasn't. I actually think. Hmm, what would be a good way of wording that? It's not complicated. It feels pretty basic, but at the same time confusing. If that makes sense, because because <laughs> of the persona, it's. I never because I you know you have you have a setting where you can have like the characters auto do stuff for you. So I had uh, Yuski or not Yuski. Uh, you're the boy. I always yeah. forget the names. Uh, he was kind of like my healer constantly. And so it was kind of nice almost having that self-defense of like, okay, I'm going to experiment with stuff, and my boys got me. Didn't always work out (laughs) in my favor. Uh, The game can definitely be hard, and it hits you like uh, the first... I think it was when I was trying to save uh, Yukiko. That boss fight, I think I died like seven times. That was really rough for me. But you learn the system of like, okay, they're getting ready to do something, so now is your time to counter. Now is your time to apply like this buff or debuff. And... I think for me, for the most part, it was okay. It's just and it, it, it you go in and out of battle so quickly, and there's so many different numbers that are flying around all over the place that I can see where that grind could start kicking in because you're leveling up your persona separately from your characters.
0: Yeah, which uh, I think is an interesting choice, mm-hmm. and I I like that. I also really love the I think they call it the press turn system where you damage an enemy that's weak to electricity, then they, colla- get, they, they collapse and you get back again. Yeah. yeah, like that. That right there and utilizing that all throughout the game to where like, all right, I'm going to make sure they never hit me. Mm-hmm. And then the, then you get the all out attack when all the enemies are down and it generally kills them and in just one turn.
1: To make sure I'm remembering correctly though, they can do that to you though too. Yes, fans. exactly. Yeah. And so it's, I could tell even very early on that was going to be a big proponent or component of the game.
0: Yeah. So you have to make sure you're, you have your party member set up where, okay, if this enemy keeps using this wind attack Garu, I, Garu, I think it's what it's called. Uh, I think Yusuke was weak against that, so every time they do that, well, he got down. They're gonna hit me again, yep. and they can wipe your party pretty easily. Yes, which is, I love that strategy. So, like you said, it is simple, and the confusing part about is learning those types of systems. For me, it was
1: it was the name uh literally trying to remember like okay they're weak against that which attack was this again like there was a lot of that early on for me
0: and i like that once you unlock it it at least shows you on the bar above the enemy's heads whether they're weak against that or not Mm -hmm. or if they're gonna you know take half damage or they're gonna absorb the damage too you get those a lot and i think with that there's enough variety that that kept me all the way through but i think the cool part is it's almost like a roguelike element at the end of each battle you have those cards Mm. and you have the choice of all right this one gets rid of a card this one you can draw an extra it's like
1: it's like you're in a little dungeon each time yeah Yeah. because yeah when you're picking the cards like do i want health now do i want a key for maybe you know a chest that i'm going to come across later yeah i like that aspect or
0: Collect a persona.
1: Yes. Uh which I almost always did just initially, uh, unless it was someone that I'd already have. I-, I will say this. The other thing that I found interesting and I never could quite uh time it right. It's snowing out, by the way. Sweet. Uh <laughs> doesn't matter to you guys. Was the you could get an early attack on the enemy outside before you'd go in. Correct. And I felt like the hitbox for that was really freaking weird. <laughs> Because there'd be times where I clearly hit them, but I didn't get the early jump. <laughs> and it was so it was a little strange. I felt like that was a little off for me. I knew what I was supposed to do, but it didn't always work.
0: And speaking of that aspect, when you're going through these dungeons, it does feel like it's a first person dungeon crawler, but in third person. Hmm, yeah. It's just basically hallways and picking sections, which that can get tiresome.
1: It is the. Okay, so I will say, though, for the dungeons, the one thing about me that I did like is, I mean, one, that music I just hear all the time <laughs> because I resent it so much. But I never could go, I loved the aspect of, like, if you were up a level, you would find something, you're like, oh, that'll work for the level below, so you run back down. And I had to always explore every single nook and cranny, mm-hmm. so I found that part of it for me. I don't know if long-term that would start getting really tiresome, so I'd stop doing that. But that was something early on I did a lot of.
0: Yeah, I think eventually. So they change up a little bit of the dungeon design. When I was getting really sick of it by like the third or fourth one, they added another element that changed it up, which I appreciated. And eventually, you know, you are going from level to level. Like this is blocked, but you need this. Sometimes it was a little tricky on what that would be to progress. But I think there was enough change towards the end game to make me okay with it. But yeah, that I think the dungeon design does wear on me a little bit. Okay. But unlike but with Persona 5, the complexity of those dungeons was really good, but that also wore on me too because <laughs> there's some dungeons I'm like, "Oh, I hate this."
1: Well, well then I'm kind of curious then because so for you to spend over 90 hours is what you said, right? I said 56. You said why did I hear? <laughs> I have no idea. Wow. Okay. So you said <laughs> wow. Okay. So you said 56 hours. So for you to spend that much time obviously playing the game Maybe it was a 90, it was Persona 5. Yeah, it was about yeah. 90. Uh, what aspect of the game do you think was the best then? For you, because obviously, for me, I would say... For me, easily, it was the music. I was bopping along to the music the entire time.
0: Music is definitely high tier. I never got sick of it. Tier. Yeah, very high tier. I think it's the atmosphere mixed with the small character moments. Usually, the wacky things they're getting up to along the journey. So, for instance, like... <laughs> Yusuke just wants to get a moped to get mm. to drive around. But his whole reason is because <laughs> it's so dumb. It's such. A, here's my thing. People say these are dated, and there are some jokes in here that are dated. But this is like the most male-oriented thing ever. He he just wants to get a moped so a girl will ride behind him, and so he can feel the squish of their boobs behind. Him. Like he doesn't outright say That's it, but right. it, it, it's scene, yeah. so good because. I can see my yeah teenage hormone boys. Mm -hmm. That logic (laughs) makes sense, and a lot of the school elements brought me back a little bit. I don't want to be in high school again, but those moments are so unique and fun. This is an important
1: aspect, so I just want to see what your take is on this because obviously the subject matter of what's happening in the game is dark, you know, but it doesn't ever feel like it's a dark game and i had an issue with that contrast as well where it felt like nothing ever felt too serious because the games felt so upbeat even though you have like a dick of a father who's you know at the Gojima. house yeah or just a drunk like, your uncle yeah. yeah and it's like you know the the little girl and again it's a different culture the little girl's always by herself <laughs> yep. like that's
0: a no-go here oh but uh, i would say the because this is a murder mystery you find out now very quickly the body like hanging off the antenna wires yeah yeah. like that's pretty dark Well, so that
1: okay thank you that is what i was trying to get at though is there's some really dark heavy material but because of the ui and the way the game's designed Mm -hmm. okay okay it never I, i never felt myself just feeling like there was isn't much importance and it was more just like hey these are teenage kids it's just a quirky tale
0: See, I think I kind of like that because some games get... I'm not get, necessarily saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, I, I think some games get a little too dark and brooding, and I like when, we'll call this, your slice of life moments are there, but then they get interrupted by these very tragic things, and, you know, you just live your life. You have to move on from those. And this game is kind of about accepting that and, you know, changing yourself or, like, changing your outlook on things. So I think there's there's a balance I think this game hits it for me, but it might not hit it for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Uh, so then, go a little bit further
1: into that, then, though, because I'm kind of curious—is from the perspective of it being, does it stay, even though there's dark material, does this stay pretty comical and lighthearted throughout?
0: I would say, because they sprinkle all these heartfelt moments or quirky, funny moments, like Yusuke, every plan that he tries to do when <laughs> it's like getting women or something just fails immensely, and so it's he, so good. He's like
1: big-time comic relief. Yeah, yeah. I, but I oh, think
0: he also yeah. has great moments of, you know, I don't want to spoil it cause the first the first dungeon you go to is connected with him, and that stays with him the whole game, which I really appreciate, because something happens, you know, in the first five hours— is going to be brought back up, you know, 30 hours later. And I like when games do that. So, mm-hmm. one, that's character growth and character acceptance. and Yeah. That.
1: No, well, and again, that, that's like just arching storylines that work out really well. But no, I was going to say I, I had kind of forgotten too. So, the two other things that I was kind of curious about. One, the reason why games like this are always so quirky to me is, so we have our little teddy bear Oh, Teddy. Uh, Teddy. Yeah. Uh, One, uh, just just so freaking random that that's even in the game. I I don't understand. Like, he's just such a strange character. Though I do appreciate in the short time that I played, he gave off two bear puns.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's plenty more. Don't worry. (laughs) Which
1: I appreciated. I thought that was kind of clever. Uh, But, like, that was. He's just such a strange character. And it already. I was already. In a weird vibe with the game because of how it starts off with like the weird-nosed guy on the train
0: or a- not a train uh, a car a car okay
1: yeah limo there we a go limo okay and it's just like so there's those elements that are just so weird in connection with the rest of the game
0: yeah very almost left uncanny valley like yeah. left field type thing going on yeah yeah and so like, what- I will say Teddy though. That is one of my, he is so freaking annoying in his narration and in battle sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that grated on me.
1: Yeah. No, I, I will say in the dungeons when like he would pop up to say stuff, like it was always irritating. Like get
0: him, mm-hmm. go get him yeah. or whatever the heck it is. It, it's kind of a story, story No, he changes forms and it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but, and I, I loved the change because. Yeah. I- yeah I don't, I don't know how to say it without spoiling So i'm not going to
1: okay all right well so then i guess then i, I kind of am curious from your point of view uh, so do you do you have like a favorite persona no
0: not really which is interesting because how many of them are, are there i don't know i <laughs> let me see i call i wrote down my stats on how many that i collected I got 58% of all of them, and my highest one was level 70. Level 70? By the okay. time I finished this game. My highest one was level 18. <laughs> Whoa, look at you. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's cool, and I like them. Like, I really like the, off the top of my head, the, looks like Ixion from Final Fantasy X. Actually, no, it doesn't have a horn, but it's just like a, a horse that kicks around. Like, I like that. <laughs> I think there's a lot of cool designs, but I can't think of like, oh, I see this person, I want it. Actually, no, I did that all the time. I'm going back and forth. I would see, like, oh, that character looks cool. So I, uh, there's Persona. So I'm going to met or <laughs> execute them or whatever the heck you do, combine mm-hmm. them to get that character. But m- me thinking back on it, I don't really know. Like, I mean, I like the cute one, like Jack Frost and the pumpkin looking one. Like, those so, are fun.
1: Okay. So then I guess that was another one of my questions. Then. So that's, it's a part of the game, but it's not like a, a massive. I would disagree. I think it is a massive. Well, so then it's kind of interesting you didn't have, like, I guess you would think, because that's, to me, that was like a Pokemon-esque mechanic. Yeah, this is dark Pokemon. Yeah, and so you would think you would end up having, like, favorites, right? Like, you know, was there your
0: Squirtle? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's, there's I guess it's like the Jack Frost and the pumpkin guy. Yeah. You know, the um, there's something a king too. Oh, I'm blinking for some reason. Okay. Jack King, King Fro- King Frost. There we go. King a little Frost. little okay. big guy. I like the funny looking ones. They're the cute ones. Yeah. That's cool. But so then you know that's cool because you have like archangels and mm-hmm. demons and some weird
1: design ones. Well, so that was the thing I noticed right away too. Is I was using mine constantly for offensive or defensive buffs more than I was for attacks, which I found pretty fascinating. And uh, and that was the other thing, too. The I do like that there is the system in place. Like, you know, you can have, like, you know, more armor. You can get, like, a ring. Uh, and, you know, so I could see those elements of uh, how, like, the RPG stuff really starts kicking in.
0: Yeah, they do it a little <laughs> differently because you're not it's going to a new hidden. town. Yeah. you're Then once you go to a new dungeon, you might find something that you can turn into a weapon or the blacksmith will just have more weapons. Mm-hmm. So you find items and craft. It's very jrpg without going to a different
1: is, the, is there a big story element to the fact so i noticed multiple different times when i was in a class like the teacher would ask you a question and you have like four or five options and if you got it wrong as opposed to getting it right is it just one of those things like you gain a little bit of something for getting it right or... yes so you okay. gain a little stat boost too can you like fail the classes
0: fun. uh maybe i never did okay you do take tests towards the end they ask you re- they re-ask you those questions in different orders and you have to okay. answer them and so it's pretty cool because then there i think there's a trophy for being in like the top of the class which i got because i'm awesome i only missed one question <laughs> and it, so it just adds to the element of your becoming this li- you're living the life of a school child but also <laughs> tackling going through these dungeons and changing people
1: yeah, see, that was kind of an area, too, because I was curious. Once, you know, very early on in the game, you realize you're a student, you're going to be going to classes and stuff. I was interested to see how far they were going to dive into that mechanic of, okay, well, you're a student. You still have to go to class. You still have to be a part of some of these different clubs. You have other things that you need to be doing, so you need to be studying. And I, I was just wondering, like, how far they took it, like, if later in the game, yeah, stuff happens. So, yeah, you got to test. And-,
0: and I think it adds to, you know, the five areas strength and whatever Mm -hmm. intellect and that does help you progress in the game and it helps you do other side things so it's all interconnected so
1: the thing that i found myself getting stressed out about too was multiple different times i'd be like at the school and it's like you have you know that moment where it's like okay you got decision time and seeing like okay, so many people are doing this and this. I'm like, oh, okay, should I be doing this too? Like, why is everyone doing this? And so I caught, I sometimes was getting influenced on what everyone else was doing. I'm like, okay, well, let me at least follow down this path. But then there was multiple times where I was like, well, no, I just want to go check because I thought I saw something over here. And I got stuck on that. C- I don't The same? C- no, 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 no <laughs> the cemetery thing. Oh. I kept wanting to go back there because I kept hearing that there was like a, um some. A fox. Yeah. An animal. <laughs> yes. And so I was like, okay, let me go find this. And then I found out you could do bug catching. Yep. Uh, and then I think that was the only mini game that I got into, but I'm sure there's like tons more.
0: Of course there's fishing because every game's got to well, have fishing. Of course there's fishing. <laughs> I'm glad I discovered that. Even <laughs> one of my number one games of last year has fishing, but I barely did it. <laughs> Zelda, right? No. Fireman, three houses. I'm sure Zelda has fishing too. I don't actually don't even remember. That's no, a strange one. I guess it really... Yeah, maybe Zelda doesn't have fish Yeah. Yet. Who knows? Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> fantastic game. We're also talking about another fantastic game, Percent of 4 Golden. Not to, uh, not to point of view,
1: though. <laughs> well, so I feel like, just to clarify then, uh, your favorite character, it is the...
0: Yosuke. Yosuke. Okay. And then I think, number two, Dojima. I think his story arc towards later in the game is really okay.
1: well done. All right. Well, what did you think about the main character?
0: Just, and you, which is so funny. Why you? Yeah, and that's you. Yeah. He interesting because he's a silent protagonist for the most part. But I think it was it was good, especially when he turns into the persona mm-hmm. or for the first time that yell he does. Oh boy! Voice actor, pretty good there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know
1: if uh, is Persona Five's protagonist also not voiced? Correct.
0: Okay, so that that's a norm for the series then. From the ones I've played, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, people obviously react to you differently and stuff like that, but you can tell he kind of talks, but kind of does the Zelda thing where you read back something and it's like, okay, they probably said something in exchange, but they're just not voicing it.
1: I will say this, and this will be a, a hint for, or like a tease for everybody who's listening to this for the future games in this season. Like I, the voice acting is good in this game. It ain't the voice acting in another game we're going to be talking about. (laughs) Just saying. One game it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One thing I will say is I think this game starts off pretty slow. We are just slowly going through the days of school, but you initially get that murder mystery. Do you think that was enough to hook you to keep going? Obviously, you got six hours, so obviously that first hour, hour and a half. Well, so it's interesting you brought that up because I,
1: I was just thinking to myself, I actually think the beginning of this game does a really good job of letting you understand what the game's about. Uh, I, I like the fact that like I knew almost all of the systems very quickly. I will say there was still like a weird thing, and I can't figure out why in my head I think this, but the difference between your, your, your kids going to school and then suddenly you're fighting in a battle like it felt like it was like oh this is like a normal part of their life like really really quickly almost just going into a TV yeah, <laughs> almost quicker than like the characters thought it was normal and so it was like mm. man we have all these skills like right away and we're pretty comfortable with it and so it's like it felt like it was maybe a little quick and it felt like it was like it should have been something that was very normal in the universe but it didn't feel like it to me so i was kind of like okay this is happening we're going into a TV uh, <laughs> but yeah i, I think you will know within the first couple hours, I was struggling. I would say I was curious for about the first hour and a half. where I was like, okay, all right, kind of like this is going pretty well. And then it was like, for me is when it started hitting the, uh, okay, I just don't know if there was enough here. I was starting to feel overwhelmed. I was just, I didn't know if I was doing things correctly. And I felt like I was just plodding along. And so what ended up happening to me, like I said, at the beginning was I felt like my days were being wasted until there was the next big moment. And for me, that wasn't enough to just keep me to want to keep playing. Which I know you've asked me the like, what's it going to take for me to beat a JRPG? I, I don't that's know. That's long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I still feel like the safest bet would be a Final Fantasy uh, that style. But I don't, I, I don't know. And mm. my patience grows thin with a lot of these style games.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting point because. For you, do you think the structure of the how it's set up by days doesn't work for you? Yeah, that that's interesting
1: because I think when I first was writing my notes for this, one of the things that I did put down as a complaint, but I'm starting to backtrack on it a little bit, was it just felt like so many times it's like okay, I'm waking up at home and now let's go do everything again, and it just felt like it was a uh, just I'm, I don't even know like the best f- word for routine. it. Routine. Yeah, yeah, it was very routine based for a while there. And, yeah, I don't know, like, I also kind of felt like I found myself, like, in the dungeons wanting to kill as many people as possible to grind. But then I I just started, like, I didn't like the grinding aspect a little bit. And I was like, no, I want
0: to get the story beats going. So what, two things are coming to me. (laughs) I thought you would like the grind because of the kind of roguelike randomness of what you're collecting. You know, Mm -hmm. if you get all the cards, you get a bonus. That's always fun. You get to collect all the cards better experience and for me the setup of waking up and restarting each day kind of went into a nice comfort and pacing for me mm. so a lot of rpgs you know you're sprawling you're running out to the next city and there is similarities and routines there right you go to the next dungeon get through the dungeon make it to the next town sell all your stuff buy the new equipment yada yada mm-hmm. yada. but this one is very easily digestible and broken up
1: it is, yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting, and this might, this will give another hint, I think. But I don't know if I'm as in love with the grindy nature of video games as I used to be. And I think story. I I know Diablo. I, 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 Diablo. You know, well, well, but we found out about that. If you listen to the Game of the Year episode, I kind of liked the story aspect of that game more than I do the. Actual or if you just listened to Diablo <laughs> the episode yeah. too. And so it's interesting because I think. A really strong narrative. Like, I think a really dark and stronger narrative works for me. Uh, I'm realizing more and more. And I like things that I guess, I think Persona, for some reason, I could never get it over or out of my head that it was a little bit too quirky for me. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I just, and I think I need to really be able to connect with a character. I had a really, really hard time connecting with the characters. I
0: mean, they are school-age children. There could be that part of it. But I've connected with other games with school-age children. So, So, yeah, trying to narrow down your tastes and whether (laughs) whether (laughs) this is a good thing or not. Do you think this is a good entry into the Persona series? How do you feel about that? Because in my head, it is. I think people coming from Persona 5 will like this game, even though... Graphically and dungeon-wise, it's completely different. But I wonder if this mm. is a bad spot for you to start. I feel like it is a good one, well, but no, no, maybe no. not. Well, I would say this though
1: too. Like to, to my the comment I made earlier, I feel like within the first hour and a half or so of the game, you know exactly what you're getting. And so I think it's just yeah, this game just adds more stuff. Yeah. After so that. if you're not feeling like the first hour and a half or whatever, you got it. Which I think actually in a really smart way. Is a good, like, hey, I'm getting the heck out of here, or I'm going to continue the grind. You'll know whether or not this is your style very quickly.
0: Well, I appreciate you grinding a little bit through this. No, no, so trust we can me. Talk I, about it a little bit more.
1: Well, so, so trust me, I definitely did. Uh, I, I wanted to be like, I told myself in my head I wanted to make, because I knew it was a longer game. Like, I have that. I have this that like five thing hour in my head. mark. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah like, I knew it. Five was really big. And so the, the last hour was me com- repeatedly dying <laughs> trying to beat that. <laughs> what was it? The golden hand
0: or. The uh, golden hands, the little bosses. Oh, little no, not
1: Oh, yeah, mobs. no, no, okay, not the golden hand. Uh, ge- beating uh Yukiko's persona. Gotcha. And that fight took me a long time, but yeah, I forgot about yeah, the golden hand. That was that was tough, but I did kill one.
0: Yeah, good old grindy session, right? That's how you get some more experience. I do like speaking of the personas, like the opposite when you go into their world or the TV world, and you see like yosuke's uh, counterpart we'll call Mm -hmm. them uh the orange eyes They have the weird voice like double voice i love that shit man oh it's the best
1: you know you know that's the other thing i guess we could talk about too is like i thought like a lot of the the boss and just like enemy designs are actually really really well done in this game to the point they're kind of creepy yes (laughs) like they all have like this they really have like that like tall lanky aesthetic at least early on a lot of characters are like that i don't know if that's like a that side of the world it's like like an exaggeration of
0: whatever it is i do like the when you first go into the tv world and it's all like foggy and you go in that room and there's like blood everywhere i
1: see okay so that that's interesting i'm so glad you brought that up i completely forgot about that i liked that better than the realization (laughs) afterwards like i thought that was putting forth like a much more like ooh, okay what the heck is going on here sort of thing and then when it kind of, you know, you you get past the point where everything opens up, you beat the boss. It turns back to like the quirky, very, very just animated style of everything. Mm. And I kind of like the larger mystery aspect to it. It was almost creepier in a sense.
0: So do you think if they had more points of the murder mystery quicker, would that have hooked you more? Or is it that's a little too light?
1: Yeah, I, I guess that, that's a good question. I, I just think it's I, I hate. It coming down to something as simple as this, I just didn't like the style of the
0: game. No, there's nothing wrong and, with that.
1: Yeah, and that unfortunately to like someone who is a persona fan, like, trust me, I get it. Like if there's a game that I absolutely freaking love and someone hates something that I think is like, dude, just get over that because there's so many amazing things. I know how frustrating that can be. But
0: there's uh yeah. just like with a lot of games like for instance, Near Automata. I haven't given it a fair shake, but you know, I asked you the question, oh, do I have to get every ending? You're like, absolutely. I'm like, that's a hard no, no, sell. No, I, and I just it. like this game, this is a longer game. It's not as long as Personified, but I think I found the first ending around forty-four hours, and then I did some changes and got to the uh, one of the true endings. We'll call it. There's yep. a lot of different endings, and this has a lot of replayability. But if you know a game's not for you, and the internet aside. I'm okay if somebody not liking my game. I mean, you shit on games all, all the time. And that's <laughs> well, I
1: guess. You, you know, the other point, though, is, and it's a negative trait that I have that I'm openly aware of. If I'm not feeling a game within, like, the first hour or two, the problem I have is every little decision within the game that ends up piles on, I'm like, oh. That's ter- like I almost exacerbate like how terrible something is, then because I'm almost trying to give myself a like okay I reason eat, to quit. I gotta eat out of this game, <laughs> and so I realize that's a, a problem, which is why I tried to push through further in
0: this game. But yeah, it's just you know what's funny about that is you and Marissa are the same way because a game that we both ended up really liking was a game called Spirit Fair from Thunder Lotus Games, an indie game, and the first like half hour hour she's like. I don't want to keep playing. I don't want to keep playing because her character couldn't do as much as mine. You could do almost everything, but it slowly unveiled. Mm -hmm. I was like, babe, you just got to give games that sometimes a little bit more. And also there is a thing coming back to games later is totally fine too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a great example in our game of the year list, Breath of Fire 4. I came back to that game (laughs) over and over again and made top three on my list.
1: Yeah, that, that's a really good point, too. Like, there is a lot of different games where it's, yeah, sometimes you're just not in the mood right away sort of thing. And, so and I've like, had
0: a lot of games like that where I'm just like, I just dropped that, and then I end up coming back later and really loving it.
1: I do feel like eventually... This some, one won't be that for you, it, just so. I, <laughs> I feel like, though, there's eventually what we need to do is just maybe find a game that you feel pretty darn confident that... If I just pushed myself through,
0: I don't always want you to push, but yeah.
1: Yeah, but like, you you know, like, you do make a point, though. There is sometimes that epiphany moment. Like, there needs to be a certain story beat that hits or something like but that. But I will say,
0: I'm starting to learn things because you said what's a JRPG that you're going to actually finish that's a little bit longer. You said Final Fantasy. And I know Final Fantasy can have anime moments, but the games that you stop, you don't like anime style games mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, I think of. The world ends with you, now Persona 4 Golden. Mm-hmm. And you've made it towards the end of Final Fantasy VII. There's anime stuff about that, but it well, doesn't... I mean, granted, like, I love Final Fantasy 10 Yeah, you... That's not anime presenting in my head, right? Fair. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe that. that's... It still has the catchings of anime yeah. and all that jazz. Like, character designs are a little wacky and all mm-hmm. that. But I'm starting to finally narrow <laughs> it down, I think. And I think the thing about Final Fantasy X, too, is it has a somber tone in the beginning. And then it turns lighthearted, but we easily swing back into that.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's... And I definitely think, too, I like uh, a lot of the times I like it when there is, like, an overarching clear enemy. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of the times, like, those, that's my style. Dude, well. I'm
0: so big on the final boss has to be good, and most GRPGs yeah. suck at final bosses yeah, no, for it, some it, reason. It, well,
1: it's really tricky to pull off. But, you know? uh,
0: yeah, just get make them look cool, and that's all I care about, man. <laughs> and I will say... The pent-ultimate boss without spoilers is way cooler than the ultimate okay, boss. Okay,
1: so that was going to be my next question: is because you're somebody who's like that. So the yeah. pent-ultimate, the one yeah. before, huh?
0: It's always a bummer. Sometimes they do that switcheroo, and I'm just like,
1: why'd you do that? How quickly is the main villain introduced? Uh, uh, or, okay, no. without spoiling anything, have
0: did I witness the main villain? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just can't. I can't answer that question. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. What? Do you, so you thought the best thing about this game was music, and I thought it was a mixture of atmosphere and music. Well, if what does Persona Six have to do to hook you, or is there just basically no shot? Uh, I think it would just have to go a darker route.
1: Again, I actually, I, I've learned, uh, that I'm okay with the whole school thing. That's fine, but. It just has to have a darker hook.
0: Interesting. and In the zeitgeist right now, Persona 3 Reload is much darker than 4 and 5 from the little I've played. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. Uh, who knows? I mean, that's coming to Game Pass. Maybe I'll give it at least a couple-hour try.
0: Yeah, maybe you'll be on an episode of me talking about that. I, I highly doubt <laughs> it, but... <laughs> no, but, like,
1: yeah. So, I think that would be the case. I, I do... Th- uh, yeah, I think at least start off with a darker tone story. Uh, maybe not, again, I'm fine with like the bubbliness and, you know, th- there are things that drive me nuts with some of the games every once in a while. And like, I'll always complain about stuff like that. But yeah, if it has maybe a clear cut villain or like a clear, maybe not even necessarily a villain, clear cut threat. Mm, uh, okay. I kind of like, and you can, you know, as it goes on, you can fumble about with that threat a little bit. It's just like, I like to know early on. You know what the problem is and in persona for okay yeah there's some people are being murdered like what's going on i get that it's just i think it was the juxtaposition between that and it felt like nobody cared
0: per se sort of thing because it just everything okay. was so yeah, yeah. lackadaisical I can, I can say that i can or i can see that hmm
1: so yeah it's maybe a little bit more of a serious tone for persona like and I, I would I, say
0: somebody growing up in the final fantasies they do a pretty good job of telegraphing a, that's probably going to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, like seven.
0: And then clearly... they show up, mm-hmm. you know, in you, seven. Yeah, you I guess. Sh- I mean... You have the Shinra Corporation, but then you have Sephiroth, and it's like,
1: ooh. Yeah, I guess I am kind of clearly a sucker for just like a good baddie. Right? Yeah. It
0: makes, a, to me, it makes a whole difference. Mm-hmm. And especially in a JRPG, like I love the politicalness of JRPGs too, yeah. when countries are warring and fighting and the overall what this country wants over this one. That's fun. But I still need that, like, standout villain.
1: Well, and to your point, if you have, like, the standout villain or threat or whatever it is, then you know that's there. So then when you can go off these little side beats and stories, because you're just like, okay, you know what? I need a break from this. Where if I'm constantly looking for that first threat when I'm doing the side stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm in this world. I'm doing stuff. But what am I doing <laughs> sort of thing? And I think that was probably one of my larger issues. Just, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. You love the atmosphere. Again, I'd want to make sure I don't go over this. I liked the little town hub. I actually feels really cool. It was really well done. It felt like it was so different than like the atypical town hub. It felt very unique, like almost to the point where it's based off like a real location, maybe. Uh I- I'm not sure. <laughs> but like it just it felt very it was compact, but lived in, I think is yes. like a really good way of putting it. And so it's like I really liked that area. And so I was intrigued early on. It's just yeah, it's just this the vibrant nature of the entire game just wasn't for me.
0: <laughs> what really stood out for me is the moments of where the game slows down, which is so funny because when I'm watching something, like the slice of lifestyle anime or a TV show that slows down a lot, I tend to not always love those moments. But in this game, I don't know why it hit me so much. Like they're going on a camping trip and just the hijinks of kids on a camping trip. And I'm just like this, for some reason, it's hitting me. Maybe it's because... Those days are gone for me mm-hmm. in that regard, and maybe it's kind of me reliving some of that. I'm yeah. not sure,
1: but I actually but, really love it when games do that. Yeah. Uh, if they pull it off right, like, or not even necessarily if the game pulls it off right, if, if it connects with me, if I'm reading something or experience something in the game and it causes me to be like, Oh, and there's like some sort of memory connection I can make yeah, to it. Like,
0: I shouldn't have any connection between somebody who went to high school in Japan, but mm-hmm. because they're doing this thing. On a camping trip. I'm thinking about when I was in, like, fifth grade going on a camping trip with all my friends and what we'd get up to. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah, maybe it just sparks something that I've lost and I cherish and makes me feel good. And, Larry, you know, Persona 4 Golden was developed by Atlas (laughs) and published (laughs) by Atlas and Sega on November 20th, 2012. This is the Golden version here in the States on the PlayStation Vita. I am definitely becoming an Atlas boy over here, just enjoying my Japanese RPGs, <laughs> of course. But I think this game now is, you know, just came out to modern consoles, you know, Game Pass, Switch, PS5. So that I think it's cool that, you know, this is kind of getting reinvigorated. Now we have Persona 3 this year as well, a remake. So then, can you, you've played Persona 3, 4, and 5, correct? I've dabbled in three and i finished four and five. Okay.
1: So, do you have a preference then between four and five? I won't make you do three until you've played.
0: I think overall, I prefer. I, prefer. I feel like you just gave away <laughs> yeah, your answer. I prefer four. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't know. I could go either way. They're both great, though. Okay. All right. That was it. That question you're just going to make me choose. All right. Yep. I'm uh, just curious. <laughs> Sounds good. I am learning that. The initial concept of a murder mystery really sticks with me. I've played so many games to start off with a murder mystery. That's all I need. As long as it's interesting and there's bodies to be found, I'm like, all right. <laughs> I like cluing things together. The problem is, I suck at foreshadowing. Like, I like when they, there's probably so many clues in this game on who the villain is, and I don't know. But do you know what really sucks? Is Persona 5 and Persona 4 have both been spoiled on me who's the killer. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh... So, It kind of takes away a little bit for me, but, you know, Marissa was sitting by my side and she was trying to figure out who it was and I was being cagey on who it was because I didn't want to tell her, but I think she did guess it right, actually. Uh, But I'm hoping, Persona 3, I have no idea if it's a murder mystery, but I hope I don't know who or what is the problem. So then,
1: so interesting thought then, even though the game was spoiled, because this was your number four? Number four. No, five. five. Five game of the year. Okay. So even with it being
0: spoiled, it still was up that high, huh? Yeah, so I like the atmosphere and the combat enough to pull through. Even that story spoiler, there's still enough in the story going for it that it didn't totally matter. Okay. I do love me some stats. I don't do these quick bit, quick, what do we we used to call it? Quick Quick bits. Quick bits. But this is just stats. I love stats. So I died 10 times in this game, so that also adds to my time limit. So it's oh probably boy. Well that shows
1: you a difference already. <laughs> I died like seven times. Is that
0: one ballast? Yeah. I'm the <laughs> RPG King. Not really. I sometimes suck. Hmm. My highest level was you at 69, and my lowest was Chie at 34. I used everybody for a long time, and then I found my favorites that I kind of flopped back and forth with. Uh 54 54% of the trophies unlocked, and I played on normal difficulty. Okay. Yeah. I played on normal too.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I was starting to question if I should go to easy on that yeah.
0: <laughs> I've dabbled with the thought of going back and playing New Game Plus. I'm not ready to do that. Someday I might, but I am looking forward to playing Persona 3 and maybe going back to the... What is, you, it, what, is it, what changes in the New Game Plus for this game? I think you continue over your social links and then you so your stats basically mm-hmm. and then so you have so the time you spent on the first playthrough you can do the opposite stuff to max out everything okay gotcha i'm pretty sure i was max stats on like all the to areas too yeah maybe i don't know we'll see how i'm feeling <laughs> maybe i just want a cozy time you know also fair yeah <laughs> but 58 well, of the personas I, I still got a lot to find i don't think you ever answered this did you have a favorite side activity Oh. I think doing the bonding with your characters because then you do little character events afterwards. Okay. Yeah. And that's fun. And I love Yosuke's uh the Max One, it's so good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And I do like that this game also tackles interesting things. So there's a character I don't even know if you saw you probably didn't see him yet, is uh is his name Kanji? that's the right. He's voiced by Troy Baker and he has to deal with like sexuality slash masculine things like he likes to knit and sew and you know that scene is feminine and this is it came out a different time period too but it's his struggle with that and i think that's really interesting
1: Ooh, yeah i kind of like i i like when games kind of tackle a little bit maybe more iffy subjects I guess. yeah i
0: don't know if this game tackles it totally correctly <laughs> but and then there's also another character that the identity so a lot of people thought it, they were supposed to be trans, but it's the person's profession—they thought it would be better if they presented male. Mm. And I, and I know people now looking back on it now, they're like, "Oh, that person's trans." No, it's not that. It's clearly stated, and which is totally fine. You can take it however you want, and it can be a nice stand-in for that, representing that uh, person in the community. But I like that their whole story is about in a male-dominated field, it would better be to hide it and mm. I think that's really interesting and a, kind of a and that's one of my favorite characters also but I don't want to spoil it just in case it's it's later lighter in the game okay
1: yeah no I, I mean that part sounds a little more intriguing I like when just difficult topics are brought up and kind of I like seeing when developers kind of
0: give you their take on something or
1: writers give you their take on something
0: yeah and I think there's some jokes in here or uh, jokes yeah comedic things that wouldn't totally land like there's an overweight person that gets on a moped and breaks it because they're overweight and so like stuff like that that's not gonna or like the ugly person making fun of them but at the same time i like to one i think these things should still exist because then it makes you think and then two this is high school like in my head like there is no holding back in high school and whether you're looking at it from a you know now many years outside of that and looking in kids are ruthless regardless and so this is going to happen no matter how elevated we are and accepting people stuff like this is still going to happen and i think it's important to have stories keep some of that keep the tone so then you can reflect on it Like, bullying is always going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. We need to keep, I mean, maybe someday there won't be. (laughs) But uh, as of right now, I think it will. So I think having themes like that and having dark and hard themes and stuff that just makes you think and you can reflect on your past self and your present self. Because people change. And that was Mike's TED Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently so. Cool another stat I wrote down in my little notebook. Sometimes I like ugh, I just flicked the microphone, sorry. Uh, sometimes I just really like writing this. Uh it says I was level twelve when I beat the first boss. And I said a hard first boss. And then uh the after two days is when I went into the dungeon slash T V. So you get your choice and you go hang out. Only took me two days. I did right. Plus plus Teddy's new form, which I can't (laughs) I can't I can't spoil for you here. But uh, there's the last bit of my stats, I believe. Okay. All right, Mike.
1: So clearly there is a big uh, proponent of the game is all about the personas. I think it is very fitting instead of talking about, hey, what game should we bring into this? I've done a lot of those questions recently. I want you to create a persona for both me and you that are in this game.
0: What are the positives? What are we doing? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, Larry usually writes out these questions. I have time to think, but he did not this time because he forgot. <sighs> Newbie. Uh, <laughs> he's only been doing this an entire season so far. <laughs> so, oh, so you did something similar where we came up with a move. So, my persona would be some. Uh, yeah, some humanoid type creature but the head would be like an old school crt tv (laughs) not because you go into the tvs but i do like my retro games and i do have two crts i'm sitting right next to as we're recording very true okay and i would probably use some type of video game reference in attacking larry you would be a very lanky Red-eyed shadow monster, why because red? you're very nitpicky, <laughs> and there's a lot of other enemies that are also lanky in this game, and you would debuff people by irritating them.
1: You, you know, or you know, <laughs> it's really funny. I don't know why I thought about this, but as soon as you said that, I was like, if someone will like attacks, like I end up like critiquing their attack, and so it does a little bit less damage if the critique hits you. <laughs> <laughs> if it affects you personally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that. Okay, cool. Uh, Very maybe cool. I
0: pump up people. Well, i go. try to be optimistic if I can be, but there, you know, I got, there's games with flaws, and I can reflect on that, too. Yes, you can. So, thank you so much for joining us. I know Larry will not <laughs> be playing many long JRPGs. <laughs> I do have a quest-along series that dives a little bit more, and if you want me on your show to talk about RPGs, let me know. I'm there. If you want to see more RPGs on this show, we'll think of another way to do it or pitch us an idea. Okay? Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful year.